Kamara. I don't know, Jeff, has it? I must have missed that. Hi everyone, it's the Sasquatch here from the Tree Busted Barstools podcast. This episode and all episodes in season two are produced in partnership with the Square Ball. The Square Ball is located just off Marion Square. It has dozens of screens showing televised sport and award-winning barbecue, making it the perfect spot in Dublin to catch the game. For more information or to book in, please visit the-square-ball.com. Thanks. The, the potentially the most explosive part of this week's episode. Now, this, this is going to be calm. This is going to be calm because I think I listened to this week's fan question and, I, and I'm going to save my, my <laughs> gusto for that. Um, um, it's Beric's Rough and Tumble, proudly brought to you in partnership with the Square Ball. Yeah, like everyone else. Well, yeah, like everything else we do. <laughs> Um, coach, Beric, you're on the clock, baby. Yeah. Um, oh, come on, baby, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. This week, we had a couple of great fights. Um, I won't go into the one that I really want to talk about because I think um, I think we have a question about that. So as we as we've kind of alluded to throughout the show, um. We did have the return of Terence Crawford this week, um, who arguably, depending on what side of the fence you're sitting on, is top three pound for pound. Um, he fought Kell Brook in Eddie Hearn's... Oh, no, it wasn't. It was in Vegas, sorry. In um, in, in the bubble in Vegas. Um, knocked him out in the fourth round. Pretty convincingly. Terence Crawford, if you haven't... If you haven't seen him box before... Just go on and look at his highlights on on YouTube. Um, he's just, I, I'd say, you don't want to be thrown around the word like masterful, an awful lot. But Terence Crawford, when he boxes, like he can switch stances, he can knock you out, he can outpoint you. Like there's nothing the bloke can't do if you know what I mean. Like and um, if you're if you actually enjoy watching boxing, Terence Crawford is your man to to tune into. But he knocked him out in the fourth round fairly comfortably, and um, retained his titles. Um, so hopefully there's a fight with him and, and maybe Earl Spence kind of coming up well it, nothing's been official but that would be the fight that I kind of like to see two lads probably top five pound for pound in the world um, just for sheer enjoyment that would be uh, a serious fight um, UFC was also on last night um, Paul Felder fought to Sanjos he there was a, a bit of a well, it's it's not even controversy anymore. Felder lost the fight. Um, he took it on three days' notice. He cut twenty pounds in three and a half days to make lightweight, um, which is for anyone who's like even attempted a diet knows how hard it is to lose weight. Never mind water cutting and and, and all that stuff. So like the fact that he even made the weight for the fight in in itself is is a massive massive. That should not but, be allowed, um, should it? When you're a professional athlete with 10% body fat, it is water manipulation, really. You know, that kind of way. He's not... Like, it's it's very hard. It's very difficult. It's probably not the best thing for you. But um, it's just the nature of the sport. Like, you know, you know that kind of way. Um, actually, one championship are the only 
kind of MMA organization that have kind of changed the game in terms of weight cutting. They um they actually do hydration tests of true cam. So you can't say cut huge amounts of water for your fight. So their divisions are all up one, if you know what I mean. So in UFC in Bellator, lightweight is one fifty five, whereas in one lightweight is one seventy because that's what the athletes would weigh before they start their wake up, if you know what I mean. So everything is up one. So myself so like, and Sasquatch should fight in one rather than UFC if we were to go that way. Well, it'd be it'd be nearly super hard. heavyweight's <laughs> the same, man. Yeah, super heavyweight <laughs> all around. Um, but it, it'd be it's harder to make the weight in the sense that you need to be that way. Whereas right. a lot of a lot of fighters kind of um, obviously they're all in incredible physical condition, but like muscle weighs quite a lot, as as you as you know. <laughs> um, also, there. There was a Bellator on Friday, and and our our very own. Well, he's not our own. And I suppose he is our own. I'm going to give call him our own. Um, Pedro Calvillo. Um, he's a SPG fighter. He's Portuguese, but he trains in Ireland. Um, he fought for the featherweight world championship in Bellator. Um, he was knocked out. Unlucky. Well, not unluckily, but he was beaten. Um, it's only 25. Um, so hopefully in the future. Pedro will be back and maybe get another belt in MMA for Irish MMA. That would be that would be ideal, guys, no? Um, yeah. Questions-wise, I don't really have a question for you this week. Because I have a question. Desanyos for... called yeah. out McGregor after he the fight. Did. Yes. Um, I have a follow-up question to that as well. And McGregor on Twitter kind of mm-hmm. said, yeah, it's grand. He's, he's going to do his thing in January. Mm-hmm. But he kind of accepts as such. Yeah. Um, is that a go or really? Like, Dos Anjos, where does he stand in, in the kind of... Uh, he's not even in the top 10, is he, currently? See, Dos Anjos is a weird one because he he jumps between weight classes. Yeah. He, um, he, he He's kind of between 55 and 70. Um, but, yeah, there's no reason it shouldn't be a goer. Like, he's a he's a very good fighter. He was... I think he said it himself in, his, in one of his press conferences there last night. Like, over the last couple of years, like, the only undisputed lightweight champions have been him Eddie Alvarez Khabib and Connor. so Khabib's retired Eddie Alvarez is in one they're the only two there all the rest have been interim champions like Tony Ferguson has been interim champion uh, Poirier's been an interim champion um, Gaethje's been an interim champion Like so So if Poirier beats McGregor mm. would you say it's a Desanyos Poirier or is it a Desanyos McGregor next step Desanyos McGregor I'd say because for... Poirier, if Poirier beats McGregor, he, he deserves the belt. Like, yeah, like he. See, this is why I nearly. It's it's hard to, it's hard to argue that the belt should be on the line for that fight because if McGregor wins, he technically doesn't deserve to jump straight back in for a title. Mm. Whereas if Poirier wins, it's like he should get the belt. He's gone through. The... Wait, who's yeah. got the belt currently? It's vacant. If let's see. The, Dana White came out recently and said that Khabib's actually not retired. So Khabib still has the belt, apparently. Right. So it's hard to say. Because, see, now Khabib's manager is on Twitter and all, like, tweeting hashtag 30 and 0. So. I know, I, I'm really not a, not a fan of it. I hope he just stays retired. But, like. You know, I just have a question as well, if that's a way to follow up. Mm. Just, which man, Paul Felder, 
obviously yeah. stepping in and what you said three and a half three and a half days yeah notice yeah I, have, I haven't seen the fight now but in my understanding it went the distance did it yeah yeah is that not harmful to say Dos Anjos reputation that someone could step in on three and a half days notice and take the fight the distance or uh, am I reading too much in between that no he was dominated for the fight that's like, yeah I know I've read that round. but still yeah um, Paul Felder is a, is a savage like, like he's a genuine savage like he took Dan Hooker the distance in the fight before this um, like he's he's a notoriously tough fighter to finish kind of at the best of times um, mm. so I wouldn't read into it too much as, as a negative to being taken at the distance with him what I do have a massive issue with what I wanted to bring up um, the the judging again was called in to open question last night. So basically, the fight went the distance with to Sanjos and, and Felder, um, and two of the judges gave it 50 45 for Felder, or for Desanjo, sorry, which is every round 10, you know, with the 10 point scoring system. So yeah, yeah. every round for Felder, apart from one judge who gave a 49 48 for Felder. So it was a split decision as opposed to. A unanimous see, decision. I see the meme about that, all right, yeah, yeah. But in no world did like did Felder win one round. Never mind win three round. So basically, I ended up going down the the rabbit hole of of Twitter, as you as you know, you click on one link, you click on ten links, and it just it just keeps going. This particular judge has is like notorious for giving rounds the opposite way, like Kamara Usman for. Um, Dosanios, prankster, like, it, like it's unbelievable. Like, Dosanios fought Kamaru Usman uh, a while ago, before Usman had the belt. So Usman's the welterweight champ, and Usman beat the piss out of him for twenty-five minutes. Like, beat the shit out of him, and your man gave Dosanios the first two rounds. Like, in no world, in no way was Dosanios did Dosanios win one minute of that entire fight. Never mind a round. Never mind two yeah. rounds. So like. I actually, I, do you know what? I'll give you a question, but it's it's not really a question. It's it's kind of common sense. Like, do you think that the UFC and MMA in general should move forward in maybe getting ex fighters into judge fights, or maybe running some form of courses for judges? Because at the moment, the way judging works is the athletic commissions come in and go, "Oh, these people judge boxing fights." Boxing is a notoriously corrupt sport. Let's have them judge MMA. You know that kind of way. So surely there's a way that we could. Who does that come down to? Though? Would that be because do you know the way they they have to each state they go to they have the athletic commission or whatever. So who yeah. like would you have to who would you have to work for? Like would the UFC not just have judges? Would they just just? Uh, what I think is the issue is when you're being sanctioned by the athletic commission, they they provide you with the judges is basically the way it works so if you want your sanctioning you, you need to yeah it could be a yeah, play ball um, could certainly be a, a mix of um a mix of both definitely former players and probably courses as well um and yes you're you're absolutely right uh boxing is notoriously corrupt speaking of which i was on social media yesterday and somebody had shared the video of michael Conlon's Olympic fight remember the one that he clearly fucking won and was dropped off and yeah, he was uh, yeah. coursing didn't, didn't, and swearing and, and this that and the other yeah so yeah I reckon 
yeah, kind of a mixture of both. That particular if, fight if, is if, like, I think that's one of the worst like ever in, in terms yeah. of corruption. It, as in amateur boxing, your scores, like it's a lot easier to score than professional boxing as the rules are if you land a clean shot is a point. Mm. So like Conan was like given like unbelievable, yeah. oh, unbelievable. <laughs> just to finish that, point, that yeah. off Conan yeah. was hitting pe- was was hitting your man like clean visible shots that weren't being scored mm. which like, mm-hmm. like what their particular gripe was with Conan because I don't think your man won goal did he the fellow to be Conan now I could be wrong there no, I think, but I'm no, fairly no, sure he didn't I think he got bronze he didn't lose the third fourth place one yeah so like it's not even as if they were going oh yeah like like there was a few brown envelopes thrown under being like oh this is the fellow that is gonna win like we'll let him off of this fight yeah. you know you know what I mean like it's just just, a, just bad just badness like just a note on ex players becoming officiators or officials it's a problem across the board across yeah. sports in general I don't know how many professional Premier League footballers go on to become managers many ex rugby players I think Glenn Jackson's the only one that springs to mind um he's played with Saracens. I think it's just it's, it generally is an issue and like the UFC is still a very young sport. I don't know if you've seen mm. the, the videos up nineteen ninety three, uh, the anniversary was this week. Yeah. And when you look at some of the video clips, it's come a long way. That clip of that one fella with just one boxing glove oh, yeah. and a and a bare fist. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a to <laughs> and and a and a pair of Air Jordans as well. Um Yeah. Do you know I think it's yeah. um, a universal sport. I, I just think the judging, like it's always been bad, do you know, in that kind of way. And I and I don't think it's getting, like it doesn't seem to be getting better anytime soon. It seems to be going the other way now, yeah. um, which doesn't bode well for the sport. But look, I'm but, sure there, there'll be something that they can figure out with it, like, but...